1: Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Mopin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman.
3: Good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun. Hello folks, welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Nayman joining you here on a fantastic Saturday afternoon. And I have a very special guest joining me today also. But before I get into that, make sure you do your homework. Go to Firing Line Radio Show on Facebook and like the page. If you do that, you're going to be uh, entered in a couple of. Co- you can be entered in a couple of different uh, giveaways we have for hex mags. We've got a nice box of hex mags, hex mag grips, the only California compliant 10 round magazine for your AR-15. For those of you who may think black rifles matter, um, we also have. We also have Cutting Edge Bullets. We're giving away some $100 gift certificates for Cutting Edge Bullets, so you have to find these posts, like them, share them on your own on your own website. Um, that's going on. Joining me today, though, I have two special gentlemen who've come all the way in from West L.A. West L.A.? Yes, that's about right. Culver City. Culver right. City. Way the heck out there. I have Jason Mayashiro and Masaki Tanagawa. You got it. That's pretty good. All yeah, right. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> That's some other tongue. So anyway, um, here's, here, here's why I have these two gentlemen on. A long time ago, actually the last time except for this weekend when I shot IDPA, I got squatted with these two gentlemen. Squatted meaning squad with a D. Squatted with these two gentlemen um, where we shot each stage together. And there's about eight or ten of us on that. And I noticed these two guys working together. One guy was shooting extremely fast. And the other guy was learning to shoot extremely fast. And so we just got to talking. And this is one of the nice, nice things about IDPA or any of the shooting sports. It's absolutely friendly. So I struck up this conversation with Jason. And he explained that uh, Masaki was actually his shooting coach. And this is the first time I'd actually seen this in in, in play. And uh, watch these guys work. It was absolutely amazing. So let me introduce to you folks... First, we'll go with Masaki Tanagawa. Hey guys, um, you own uh, well, you're you're running your Facebook page as Practical Marksmanship Training. Yes, but what exactly do you do? Um, I do teach uh, practical marksmanship.
4: Uh, so like, let me explain what practical marksmanship is. Um, if you go to an indoor range as you guys uh, practice, you have one lane, uh, three by three, pretty much, right? Three feet, three feet right uh, standing one sometimes lane, like
3: 34 by 34 exactly inches.
4: <laughs> it's smaller than a Japanese toilet it's, it's pretty bad
3: <laughs> especially if you're a sumo exactly right exactly
4: right so you have a small space and you have a one lane and you're just allowed to shoot just shoot straight which is actually great training by the way but um, to um, you're allowed to shoot straight and then one at a time also one at a time one right. second per shot you know um so is it really a practical level of uh, uh marksmanship that say uh you can use to uh protect your uh, family you have a you know shiny Glock and uh, shotgun but uh we all know this um to use firearm and uh for uh for a practical application you have to
3: do a lot right um now um, well, and in, in, in touching on that, yes, it's it's been said before that you don't rise to the level uh, of a professional under stress. You fall to the level of your last training Yes, under stress. Okay. And so what you're saying is that shooting indoors, I mean, we go to Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. It's awesome. It's beautiful. It's clean. But that's more learning the fundamentals it's it's and practicing the fundamentals which as you said are extremely important it's your trigger control your grip your stance all those things but it's it's controlled in how you can shoot there Mm -hmm. and you take it to the next step right
4: um so um (laughs) to uh uh make it short
3: um yeah we got an hour man okay
4: there you go (laughs) all right um so this is what i wanted to do um so if you take uh Combat shooting class, or uh, so-called tactical shooting class. Um, You know, uh, Jason and I, uh, we really don't like the word tactical. I sense a much uh, commercialism in it. Well, um, you
3: have to have five elevens to be tactical. Exactly. And I'm, wearing, I'm wearing, some right wearing some right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah. well, one of my buddies. So, one of my buddies. Ironic. One of my buddies says that you could tell how tactical a guy is by adding up his five elevens. Mm-hmm. So if you have two pieces, you're a ten twenty two. If you have three, you're a fifteen thirty three. So you know, yeah, you keep going for me. Right. Going. Yeah, yeah, a little bit <laughs> more for me.
5: I'm super tactical.
4: <laughs> so I wanted to uh, provide services and place where people actually can learn. Um, uh, practical marksmanship. Um, if you go to, uh, say, school, I have a lot of friends and uh, I know a lot of guys who run the big schools, so I'm not going to name it today. But uh, usually, the big tactical shooting school, you uh, take a class on Wednesday, excuse me, uh, on the weekends, on Saturday and Sunday, you know, spend two days to learn how to shoot, right? And then, you um, As often as you could but still you can probably take a course every three months at most and that's just not effective way to to learn something so I wanted to provide place where it's almost like a dojo Um, if you have to uh, work out you have to hit the gym almost every day every other day if it's martial arts and boxing at least once a week so that's uh Yeah, so the practical marksmanship training, basically I provide a place where people can see me every day or every other day. Well, that's going to be a little bit difficult, but every
3: week at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so so. you go out, you have a place where they can, is it indoor or is it the outdoor range?
4: Indoor right now, my home range right now is the LA, LAX firing, uh, firing range. So so it's just right down the, the street. range, yes. Yeah.
3: About 67 <laughs> miles, exactly but it is down the street.
4: LIX exactly. <laughs> shooting range
3: is uh, my home range right now. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, maybe we'll talk about having you come out and do a special session here in, in Riverside. Maybe yep. that'd be kind of fun. Well, sure. I'll, I'll be on it too.
5: I'll throw that out there. You need anybody yeah. hold bullets for you because I can do that. For you. Yeah. So <laughs> that
3: that that voice you heard there, folks, that was Jason Mayashiro. Now Jason is the gentleman I started speaking to at the IDPA uh, match a year ago, and to see his phenomenal twelve-month movement from being a very good shooter twelve months ago to winning the Masters class last week. Oh, thank you, Philip.
4: That's amazing accomplishment.
3: Yeah, Absolutely. and and here's here's why I'm really. Please, folks to have these guys on the show was um a year ago you know i, I watch i'm not a combat professional right I, I play one on tv but um the the uh the speed at which that masaki shot was pretty amazing jason was very fast too but jason wasn't as accurate okay and I'm,
5: agreed agreed absolutely yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and so but he was fast And, you know, when you're shooting IDPA, it's better to hit twice than to take a long, slow pull once, one at a time. So he learned the game. This last results that I saw, not only did he qualify for master's class, but he was number one in speed and number two in accuracy, which is something you don't see. You you know, you said before um, that it's a blend of speed and accuracy. That's not a blend of speed and accuracy. That's maximizing speed and accuracy.
5: It's my eternal battle, for sure, you know, and it's uh, something Masaki instilled in me. Well, you seem to be winning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's a great coach and even better friend, and um, it's been an amazing journey for me trying to Really push myself and see what I could do, and I know that I um, am pretty obsessive when it comes to something. When I when I focus on something, I dive in head first. Pretty obsessive, huh? And yeah, yeah. It's um, <laughs> needed. Yeah. 12, 12 step yeah. program needed. Yeah, you know obsessed. when when your pillow is an IDPA target, it's not good, you know, and uh, you sleep on the thing, you chew on it. Yeah, it's something's wrong with me for sure, and um, I'm the first to admit it, but. You
3: know, no, no. You know. That's not it. When you write, if you're going to be good at one thing, mm-hmm. you have to be focused on that one thing. One of my, one of my, this is self-help day. One of my <laughs> many problems is I like to do all of them. Yeah. I like to shoot long range practical. I like to shoot IDPA. Uh, I don't focus on any of them, but I like to, I enjoy them, mm-hmm. but I'm also not competing for the gold cup. I haven't made that dedicated decision to do that, which mm-hmm. you did.
5: Yeah, you know, with Masaki's help, you know, he showed me what to practice, you know, and we took a lot of video, and I think video is key mm-hmm. to to improving because you get to right. see, like, I don't look at the stuff I did right. I always look at the stuff I did wrong. Same thing when I played basketball growing up, you know. It wasn't the shots I made. It was the ones that I missed, and remembering how it felt and then how it looked and then correcting for it the next time around. So, you know, perfect practice makes perfect. And, you know, I'm, I'm all about it, and it's just it's funny how much my basketball – determination you know with my father coaching me when I was younger just instilling that focus in me mm. I apply it to everything I do and personal training my friendships to you know relationships everything it's just Absolutely. being very dedicated and focused and uh, it's it's fun when it kind of comes together and um, you know I, I don't realize where I'm going with it but thank you so much for pointing that out well you know you talk about you're dedicated but you mentioned dedicated personal relationships and it's not a
3: little stalkers right Hopefully sure that. No, no okay. <laughs> don't have... I don't Like, know, like I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't asking you, you man. <laughs> We already know the answer. <laughs> hey, folks, Philip with Firing Line Radio Show. I'm here with Jason Mayashiro and Masaki Tanagawa. Well, we're going to talk more about specialized training for IDPA and learning more about combat shooting right after this.
6: A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside.
2: If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, Whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class. One that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an
6: obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at BullseyeSport.com. Because at Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211.
7: Pull! Enter. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by Bullseye
1: Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best.
3: All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this?
6: This is my Boomstick!
3: That's right, folks. Welcome back to Boomstick Radio. And as you know... Every single week on Firing Line Radio Show, we're going to talk around firearms, hunting, gun rights, tactics, all the good stuff in life, and the Second Amendment of the Constitution. But our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Now, you've heard me talk about the Firing Line Gun of the Month Challenge, created in response to pending legislation from Excremento. Bullseye Sport is one of the establishments participating in the challenge. Each month, there's a special offer on a firearm. February, guys, is the month of love. Valentine's is coming up, so skip the box of chocolates and roses and get your sweetheart the gift of love and protection. Call Bullseye Sports, find out what the gun of the month is, or just simply get her a home protection shotgun. Buy a shotgun. Joe Biden gets it. Buy a shotgun, folks. Call Bullseye Sports in Riverside, where the Inland Empire gets their guns and ammo. 951-823-0211. That's 951-823-0211. Or go to bullseyesport.com. Bullseyesport.com. Thank you very much, Vince. Buy a shotgun because you love her. And that's how she'll know. 20-gauge semi-auto, youth model, perfect for home defense. Right, guys? Yes. <laughs> awesome. That is love. That is love. Or or maybe she wants a uh, uh, a pistol cartridge carbine right because she could want one of those um you think it's possible <laughs> i think my wife want wants one yeah. yes if it lowers then um. what would you um when you're not stocking what are you buying your your uh special others <laughs> <office. laughs>
5: <laughs> when i'm not like when i'm not looking at women uh, in thermal vision mm-hmm. let's see what am i doing? that's right just kidding folks it would have, kidding, have, yeah, it would have to be candy time. it would have to be candy oh he's doing the candy routine
3: <laughs> anyway folks um <clears throat> We just talked a little bit about Masaki Tanagawa and how he was, his concepts on shooting. He's been training with Jason Mayashiro. Masaki's Facebook page is Practical Marksmanship Training on Facebook. So you can like it, follow him there. He's got some great advice. But you two hooked up at the LAX uh, range. Correct. Yes, okay. I was
5: just there hanging out, and this guy comes up to me and stalking he's, you. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. So, this so we, we know our own. <laughs> we know our own. And um and he approached me and was just asked me some simple questions, very, very nonchalant, and it was really nice and very. He was very approachable himself and uh, asked me what I was doing, and I said I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he had me do a couple trigger pulls and. Um, and had this great look of being unimpressed. No, it, was, it wasn't that bad. But it was, I mean, you know, I just, I had no idea what was going on. I, I
4: He was trying to do something. When I see someone like that, uh, just I reach out. Usually huh. when I see uh shooters, I just let them be. Hmm. But he's trying to do something with his pistol. <laughs> that was my uh, first impression.
3: He's trying to train with a purpose. He was, he was, uh, yeah. Uh, you could tell that, huh?
4: Yeah, it. he was oh, trying. Interesting.
5: Train, yeah. I think trying was the operative word. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I see a wounded animal on the on the uh, road, I like to help them out. too. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> really? Yeah, feed them, give them some oh
4: water. Oh my yeah. god! Um, no, it was uh, uh, more like uh, uh, you know um, he was uh, trying to accomplish something, but uh, I could tell you know he's struggling. You know, so okay, where am I uh, to go from here? Right, so I kind of sensed it, so
3: I kind of reached out and started talking to what him. Was specifically, what was it he was doing? Um, he was
4: just shooting, trying to get an accurate, accurate shot. And sometimes he was doing a multiple shot, but the second shot wasn't there.
5: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I remember. Right. Yeah, he's still me. Um,
4: yeah. So, um, So, you know, I, I knew that I could help him out a little bit. Um, what did day. you diagnose first? Accuracy. Yeah, when it comes to pistol accuracy, it's everything. You know, if um, so, basically, um, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say the number. Hey, I, you know, I say 99% of people doing this, right? right. I, I hate that phrase, but the majority of people, uh, about 102% of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, majority of, uh, say, uh, you know, the people who are listening to this, um, if you cannot hit the target, you know, you're pushing a, gun, um, Basically, if you see grouping left and right, you know, uh, basically you're pushing your pistol. That's what it is. It's called the pre ignition push. Basically, uh, say you're aiming the gun, right? And bullseye, uh, guns are straight, right? And you, before, right before you pull the trigger and trigger breaks, you actually push the gun. So it's uncontrollable, uncontrollable body reaction to the recoil we would call it simply call it we'll flinch right flinch Mm -hmm. you're flinching but you'll be surprised how many people actually flinch and press the gun and even among professional shooters when they may make mistake that's actually a flinch yep so um so that's what i see first that's what i pick up first and then uh i try to heal uh the flinch flinch, uh, flinch problem uh, that's my uh yeah
3: yeah you know when when we take take uh, brand new people and teach them how to shoot, we start obviously with a an airsoft gun, not even with airsoft bullets in it just just to grip to trigger mm. get get' them manipulating when we get on the line it's still a grip and trigger on a twenty two and then all of a sudden we're we're doing some live fire on them, but we have to bring them along on that, and people will even have bad habits with a twenty two you know mm-hmm. so you've got a target like a mark I Ruger. That should be shooting a dime-sized group, and you see a football-sized mm, group. Sure. Mm, and, sure. You know, it's right. not the gun, right? And, and helps you diagnose that. But moving on into like the 38 size is usually where we start addressing something like that, where we'll skip every other every other bullet on a 38, and so they don't and know. That's a great training.
4: That's yeah, they don't a great know if it's going to
3: fire or not. And so when the gun goes click, and you see that barrel drop four inches,
4: hey, Philip, you're the first uh, the first shooter. Who actually uh, told me that? I actually uh, use the same uh, uh, teaching method uh, to teach uh, new shooters. The revolver is one of the greatest tools to improve your uh, pistol marksmanship. It's a great, great tool. And um, I tell my clients, hey, uh, if you can afford, get 38 special, six shot, right, so that you can uh, you can do the drill all day, every day. And with the least amount of expense. Exactly. Least amount of expense. <laughs> well, you know,
5: I remember when he would do these dummy round drills with me, you know, and he would turn around and he'd load a mag for me. Be a little and plus. <laughs> and then for, you know, he'd you wreck know, me like, and I'd be ready to go. And I'd go, pop, 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 click. And I would flinch. And I just, it was so demoralizing, you know. And he trained me super hard. He really pushed me. And I... I remember like our first few sessions, I'm like, man, I, I'm just, I'm horrible. <laughs> and finally, thank God, like our fourth session. He's like, you know, these aren't feel good sessions. And I was like, thank God, because I felt <laughs> miserable. <You> know, bamboo <laughs> mat. <laughs> it, it Kind of, it kind of was. And I'm like, why do I feel so bad? And, you know, he was like, and just he's pushing me so hard. And in turn, what it did was it brought me along super quick because I was so determined to not feel that way the next week. I mean, I, would, I, I didn't have any time to train, you know, as a, as a private trainer. My schedule was so packed. I don't even know how I made that hour and a half. To, I mean, really, it was miraculous <laughs> during that month, those months that I trained with him, I was able to open it up. And I look forward to those sessions so much. And then to only feel like that, I'm like, what is, you know, and, and then I come back the next week and just be, 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 and then, and then, then I just turn this corner one day. And now you're a physical good. personal trainer. Correct. Right. Nice. Okay.
3: So, um, after he did that to you, then everybody else had to do crunches for an
5: hour when you were in their session. <laughs> yeah, kind of got nice. back at him. I definitely took it out on the next hour. Yeah, my, my my clients that night were just like, "Man, what is wrong with him? It? No, it wasn't that bad, but it was you know it was definitely a, a shift in my my mindset, my philosophy, um, my attitude. It was definitely like it, it was to have a learning curve when you're 40. It was just awesome to me, and I learned to embrace it, and uh, that was that was fun. But boy, I tell you, if he had not told me these were not feel good classes, I I don't know. I how much longer you would have been uh, there or or I don't know how in the mental game I would have been he was he was he was doing Masagi yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Mr. Mister
3: Miyagi I have yeah, to yeah. be very
4: selective uh, when you know who can who I actually could push right and who I couldn't right right um, you have to you have to you know oh, you, it's
5: you, a, no, you well, he's business. not a snowflake ultimately <laughs> ultimately it was a compliment and I totally mm-hmm. understand yeah. that and you know I, my, I really strive super hard to be his top student you know and you know to because I just I has so much I have so much respect mm-hmm. for him it's just like it's insane when he would say oh wow nice shot and I'm like wow man you know and it just it got to the point where I started to kind of get it and boy that's when it really I feel like once he saw that he was able to exponentially push me to the point where I just was busting through plateaus just really crazy you know because you just think you know, and I'm always asking him what to do what to do what to do and he's very willing to help outside the range and that was a massive change for me now the dummy
3: round on a you know indoor range is a little hard to do that but a dummy round in your magazine stack is great practice for a couple of different reasons number one it shows you your flinch in the middle of a shooting string Mm. number two it makes you automatically react to eject and and load and get that correct yeah the gun doesn't go click you run the gun and make keep it back Mm. back in the fight so that's another great training absolutely absolutely and anyway so um Practical Marksmanship Training on Facebook You guys That's gotta right. go like their page We're talking with Masaki Kanagawa And Jason Mayashiro uh, These guys are doing very, very good things Out of the IDPA range And uh, this show is airing on Saturday So IDPA was today So I'm gonna say congratulations in advance For winning <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> No pressure there And no taboo that there We'll try hard <laughs> <laughs> Folks, Firing Line Radio Show We'll be right back after this
1: the answer this portion of the firing line is brought to you by the riverside indoor shooting range by evolution sports in redlands and ccw safe
2: spartans lay down your weapons Persons. come and get them
3: hello folks Mulan, lave saturday you like that choice of a uh, movie clips everybody? i oh, love 300 love are you
5: kidding me oh man <laughs> you find the way that i train <laughs> <laughs>
3: Awesome. Hey, folks, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at firinglineradio.com and subscribe to our podcast for free. And on Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show. Um, I'm here with Jason Mayashiro and Masaki Tanagawa. I know it's easy for me to say. It's my native Italian tongue. Oh, but Jesus. Pretty good. Beautiful sound. <laughs> One of the things we're talking about, uh, we, you should have heard what we talked about during the commercial break, guys. Honestly, it, that was right. awesome stuff. But mental control. Mental yes. control and training, mental control in shooting. Mm. and shooting, and once you pick it up from there. Um,
4: so we uh, we talked about you know uh, dummy round drill and using revolver. So if you find yourself uh, pushing a gun, or um, so basically, uh, well, for a revolver drill, like you said, uh, there's a six chambers and a six you know six shooter. Uh, put only two live rounds on. In a cylinder, but
3: put spin the, it. But put the cases in so you can't right. cheat.
4: Exactly right. Put the empty cases in the uh, the other uh, uh, chambers, right? Close the cylinder and you shoot, right? So when you hit an uh, empty case, uh, if you're not a competent shooter, you're going to find yourself pushing a gun. Um, so what this means to us um, is basically it's a mental breakdown. You know, you're supposed to um, hold the gun steady, not moving the gun, not pushing a gun. Uh, if you do that, actually, a bullet flies straight, no matter what you do. Um, if you don't flinch. If
3: you don't flinch, if you just Well, the bullet keep, always stri- flies straight. Exactly. where the gun was
5: aiming. <laughs> <landing>. It's <Right. laughs> just not where
4: you bullet, want it. bullet tells yeah. the truth. <laughs> yep, and it indeed. really is yep. in a shooting sport. Um, now, people online and the YouTube and people discuss about shooting grips and, you know, which finger pad, which uh, place of the finger pad you use. It's, it's a, so little to do with uh, your accuracy, actually. It's all about controlling your flinch reaction. Um, in other words, you're basically, you've got to control your body reaction.
3: Because um, then it doesn't matter what finger you use if you're flinching exactly. like a monkey. Exactly.
4: Okay. You can, you can actually hit the target at twenty five yard, uh, yards, uh, using middle finger, if you want to, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a majority of an inaccuracy. The source of inaccuracy is basically body reaction. So, so Jason uh, is my best shooter. He's my best student, and he's basically a king in butts. But I'm glad to hear
3: that, because if he, he wasn't, should. I don't want to meet who is.
5: Mm.
4: <laughs>
5: then, then why did I drive out here, right? I know. Very,
3: <laughs> you brought number two? <laughs> uh, oh,
4: thanks. <laughs> so there's, uh, there's um, uh, a <laughs> reason behind his uh, uh, The Great Success, which is uh, – uh, so what did you practice? Uh, you know, it's a twenty yards, yeah, right? twenty yard draw Obsessively, <laughs> obsessively, you know,
5: with with dummy rounds, and it's revealing. You know, so I could see when I was flinching, and you know, you don't think you're doing it because I'm just paying attention to that front sight, um, trying to keep it as steady as I can. But the thing in IDPA is that you're shooting behind barriers, so it's not just straight. You're leaning to your left, you're leaning to your right. And you Now with the new rules, with these fault lines, you're really, really leaning out, super mm. hard. And your gun will start tilting. And then you start seeing just different behavior in that front sight. And uh, that's something I have to get used to. Right. Um, I'll have to practice for, for new Absolutely, yeah. for the new classifier. But, you know, um, yeah, it's just making sure I'm really paying attention. And it's funny, I'll go to just strong arm. And I shoot better with strong arms sometimes, just my right hand, because I pay attention to the front side more. Then I go to you know freestyle, and it's all over the place. It's just mm. really vision, and it's what your body decides, what your mind, like we're talking about mental conditioning, and what you decide to look at at that particular moment. And I'm trying to get better at being completely disciplined and remembering what I saw. Because Masaki would ask me, you know, we would do drills. Hey, but the, but the What same did, picture what the did you see? And, I'm, and sometimes I couldn't tell him. Yeah.
4: So you know? um, I have a main client, and his success basically – um, making a master class within thir- uh, 15 months or somewhere around there, right?
5: About a year. Yeah.
4: About a year, a yeah. little over a year. Um, and he's the only one who actually did it. I have uh, several expert shooters, but uh, no one actually made master shooter. I mean, within a year. I mean, within uh, within a two years. It's but just he's not
3: obsessive. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Pretty obsessive, <laughs> he says. But here's, uh, I believe the reason why he could do it, he, he could pull this off. Is because he was obsessed with a dummy round drill or so-called, you know, the, uh, uh, aforementioned revolver drill. Mm-hmm. Basically, trying not to flinch, right? That's the key. Like and, you're
3: controlling what you can control. And, right. and and that's your reaction. You know, you can't control if the gun's going to cycle or not. Or,
5: Correct. Yeah. Yes. Right. yes. Um, by the way, what kind of a gun do you shoot for these? Um, I shoot a Glock 34. Anything special done with it? Um, yeah, it's the trigger. It's a race trigger by Agency Arms. I love these guys. Um, out in Camarillo, I think actually they moved, but um, yeah, Mike. Are Park. they associated with Zev Technologies? Uh, they are not. They are oh, not. Okay. Um, I think Zev is in Oxnard, but uh, Mike Parks is a is a good friend of mine. And um, you know, I met them about a year and a half ago when I first got my thirty four. They did the trigger, and um, man, I just I love it. I love it. It's
3: hard to find somebody that says I love my Glock trigger. Mm.
5: Yeah, well, you know, it's a straight shoot trigger. Um, The internals are polished, and you know, so I'm shooting ESP Enhanced Service Pistol. Um, And I got to tell you, I just I'm monogamous to it. You know, they um, they just did a great job.
3: What was the name of the company again?
5: Uh, Agency Arms. Agency Arms. I'll check them out. out Yeah, they're fantastic. Camarillo, absolutely.
3: Very good. Yeah, because I have you know my my Glocks are Glock triggers, and boy, just the walk in the park Mm -hmm. before that thing goes off.
5: (laughs) Yeah,
3: <laughs> keep pulling, keep on pulling. We're almost there, guys. Come on, a little more. But but um, and, you know, on my my precision rifles and on my revolvers, I mean that's like glass. I, I love a nice solid trigger. Mm-hmm. I usually don't find them on striker-fired, or especially
4: double-action trigger pull. It's a telltale if you know how to appreciate double-action trigger pull on the revolver. Mm-hmm. You, you can really tell. Um, by the way, I uh, I shoot uh, a TTI Glock. <laughs> <laughs> I have to bring it up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think Taryn is listening, but um, I shoot Glock for uh, 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 TTI Glock, Taryn Tactical Innovations. Um, they actually provide really, really good Glocks, and uh, I love them. I
3: love their Glocks. So Where are they out of?
4: Um, Simi Valley, actually. Really? Yeah, There's
3: like three gun manufacturers or company still left in california yeah, yeah haven't they got right. the memo yeah. exactly right
5: <laughs> we're lucky they're actually that close yeah <laughs> yeah
3: that's awesome so what do they do with special on yours um
4: you see um doing what i do i train people so you i have a uh, i have a lot of guns pistols uh usually though in, uh, for idpa shooting i don't touch my gun i just shoot stock mm-hmm. so that you know um, I, I i tell my students hey I'm just using just out of box uh, pistol and when I teach people it's the same thing I don't I don't shoot trick out of guns so I can shoot fast with a stock gun so that's kind of what I have to do but 3 gun I shoot 34 Glock 34 Mm -hmm. TTI Um, that's what I shoot for um, 3 gun Uh, I shoot 34 uh, for 3 gun and uh, in uh, tacop tactical optic division so Yeah, that's what I shoot.
3: Very good. Now, what got you you, – wrote wrote a little story. Yeah. I don't know if you want to touch on that or not. Sure, absolutely. But you were were, – I'm talking to Jason here. Jason, you were very motivated this last year to accomplish what you accomplished. Yeah. So do you want to go into that?
5: Well, yeah, you know, I – I just wanted to do something different to be honest with you and um you know I know I sent you this article that I wrote about my rookie year as an IDPA shooter and just how things came um just came to me not not easily by any means you know I'm not going to sit here and say oh yeah it was sim-. it was a fight it was a struggle you know and I had moments where it was super dark and it was just very frustrating and um I didn't know why and as my year went on I started to figure out what these downfalls were coming from and again the video was huge And I think for me, um, losing my father about three years ago definitely made me kind of just get out and do things. And I realized that once I wrote this article about my first year, it really was about him and how he and I wish he was here to see this, you know, because I know he'd be at all my competitions. And I know that he he's got a great seat watching me now, you know, and he can be there and, and, and watch over me. But I was surprised myself how it turned into sort of like a love letter to my dad. Uh, but just being thankful for everything that he's given me and the way he raised me, everything he instilled in me helped me to deal with losing him. And and th- the way he treats me and my mom and my sister and our family is how I treat my friends, mm. you know, and that's how I come about sports and very dedicated. And he was like my basketball coach. He's my hero. Right. And he like the results that you see on paper, you know, which I know it's easy on paper just to write down, but it was years of him just being just this great person. That you know, I, I just I I can't thank him enough. So it's funny how that IDP article turned into thanks, Dad, ultimately.
3: No, I, I was very moved by it and that's oh, why thank I you. really wanted to have you come out. Well, besides that and I knew you and I read that and I thought, man, this is this is great stuff. Oh, thank you so much. And very heartfelt, and you know, you're a very accomplished shooter. So folks, when we come back, we're gonna be on the lighter side. <laughs> 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 when we come back, we could talk more about some training, practical marksmanship.
6: Uh, with Jason and Masaki right after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. visit ccwsafe.com today
0: am 590 the answer
1: this portion of the firing line is brought to you by prado olympic shooting park in chino and vortex optics vortex the force of optics
0: are you not entertained are you not entertained is this not why you are here
3: I know you're being entertained and it's not because of me. It's because of my special guests, Jason and Masaki, um from Practical Marksmanship Training. Jason is a student, Masaki is the teacher. Yes. The teacher. teacher. I okay. like the sound of it. Sensei, I call him Sensei. sensei. Oh, yeah. Wow. There you go. So and and uh, you know, they have Japanese backgrounds. So we're talking martial arts, but hey, uh practical firearm application is the American martial art.
4: Absolutely.
3: And you've adopted to it quite well. Yes. You've been um, in this country for 15 years, shooting for 10, and now you're teaching master class shooters. So you're not a very focused person yourself either.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, Phil, I hats off to you. Uh, you're the first guy who actually said that, um, besides myself, of course. I always considered uh, practical marksmanship or uh, dare I say uh, combat shooting sport. Um, as a uh, the uh, true American martial arts. It really is. It's a martial sport. So it's martial arts. The original American martial arts.
3: It's area. the only one we're good at.
4: <laughs> <laughs> very good at you it. You
3: guys are cool. You guys are cool. Yeah, very good. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of America, <laughs> right. I found two guys that are not mad at it. Uh, anyway, so um, one of the things is you came over here from Japan 15 yes. years ago. 10 years ago, you started... Learning a little bit more about shooting and so forth, but you're not an American citizen. How did you buy a firearm? Um,
4: I first of all, um, I started working here uh, legally, which means I had a working visa, H one, and if you if you are a H uh, one visa holder, you can actually purchase a firearm in California. Uh, believe it or not. So you have to actually take a a hunting license course. Now, uh, two days course, right? And you earn your hunting license. Now, you have a reason to buy a firearm. Right. So now at that point, you can buy pistol, rifle, shotgun, whatever you want.
3: So you get a but, hunting, this is the state of California, you get a hunting license, and so now you can buy a Glock 34 because that's a hun- no, hunting. Oh, we won't even bring that up. Hunting, yes, yes. yes. Squirrels
4: and a squirrel such. hunting, yes. There you <laughs> Farmish. Go. Yeah. yeah. They're vicious.
3: Yeah. <laughs> mm, they're vicious animal. I love them, by the way. Yeah, so they're cute. But in Japan, yes, sir. Shooting is actually very popular, even though firearms are totally illegal. And the way that they get around that is mm. airsoft training. Airsoft,
4: airsoft training. Airsoft, airsoft, uh, airsofting sport, rather.
3: Kind yeah. of was developed in Japan. Yes. Because they can't do anything. So, do you feel, and this is, I, I'm throwing this out to the listeners i think that with the new ammunition registration that's going to happen and uh, you know we're going to see more shortages uh, in california probably the rest of free america is going to be okay but those of us stuck here in the people's republic of occupied california um, we're going to see more and more restrictions on us do you f- how do you feel about using airsoft for training
4: airsoft training is um a great supplemental training supplement yeah supplement it's it's a great supplemental training um for um, defensive shooting platform uh, application you have to do three things um, so I'm only a marksmanship trainer so I'm not going to talk about mindset there's a more appropriate person or experts uh, who can discuss about uh, how to um, talk to talk about combat mindset um, so let me talk about the marksmanship and the other aspect. So in IDPA or um practical marksmanship training basically you have to learn how to uh how to um how to do uh high speed gun handling basically shoot your pistol really fast mm-hmm. right um but that's only uh marksmanship training and that's just one aspect of uh what you have to do to protect your uh for uh, your for self defense rather uh so that's uh I would say three uh, elements. Uh, there should be three elements uh, for uh uh your training. Okay. Number one, um mindset, right? And you know strategy and tactics and so forth. And the other thing, uh the other element is obviously practical marksmanship. And the uh the, lastly the last one is uh I call it force and force drill. Basically uh and in a force force and force training what you have to do is basically uh get shot exactly <laughs> it's like a paintball you have to use airsoft and you have to shoot each other uh in a, uh, in a building or a facility airsoft facility right so uh probably the one of the most reali- realistic training you can get so you have to do three things now um airsoft training uh is uh it's a very effective training tool uh when it comes to force and force. Now in force and force training it basically you're shooting against uh you know uh another human being
3: mm-hmm.
4: and they shoot each other, right? But um you're not really applying real marksmanship or real way to handle uh weapon system which is you're shooting a pistol, right? And even though you're shooting nine non uh nine pistol um you can't you can't shoot uh, uh, too fast. Uh, I mean, you have to have a, uh, a predictable uh, shooting cadence, which is a uh, half uh, two shots per second or three shots per second. Um, so with with a real pistol, you can't shoot that fast, right? Like, beep, 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 it's not gonna happen. So you have to keep your cadence, actual cadence that you can actually. Um, uh, you can use you don't
3: you do say use two fingers on the trigger exactly <laughs> that's a paintball technique <laughs> exactly. exactly right you know, the
5: thing I never realized that airsoft was even an option until you mentioned it and then uh, we have a mutual friend Shintanaka who's a grandmaster shooter and he told me he says like airsoft is better than nothing because it gives you just a little feedback you know and, and, and it's I, the same I, gun I didn't, didn't even occur to me yeah so last year when I went to Japan I kept it in mind and I actually got a Tokyo Murui. Uh, G34 Glock 34 was lucky enough to bring it back now what was that like coming into the states with a did they ask you? Um, I wrapped it in so much underwear, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that was the way to do it. That they wouldn't—they didn't come near. I ain't it, but checking nothing. Yeah, no, it was good. And um, I have yet to actually apply it. And so, um, yeah. Right. You know, so here's I'm just, what you have you to do: know. you have to put a plexiglass screen in
3: front of the television. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh I, can't, I can't. All these
5: airsoft pellets—it's gonna it has to be biodegradable because it's gonna just destroy everything. <laughs> I know. I can see it already.
4: I don't think I would uh, bring this up, but um, you know. If you have a TV set, dedicated TV set for your training, um, it's a pretty
3: effective tool for self-defense, by the way. You know? So you just watch like the movie Wanted or something oh. like that. You're, you're in the gunfight, <laughs> shooting say, back at the screen. I would John, say John actually, Wick.
4: John Wick would be my my that choice. Would be yeah, yeah, that um, but <laughs> some of the you know, the, there's the material that you can use on DVDs, and there's a, uh, like. Um, Say so yes, you know you went to Seven Eleven and you know the, back yeah, the guy video comes, comes in. in. And, yes, you know so and then you can use the actual firearm to just take the side picture on the bad guy and you know you have to make a decision. Of course, yeah. right, and, and
3: so what's nice about the airsoft, and again I'm bringing this up, folks, because we are going to see another ammunition shortage, and I want to make sure you stay trained and stay competent on that. You can get them in several very famous or very common models of firearms like a glock 17 glock 19 oh, uh the 1911s uh i think there's one in the beretta or taurus fashion i think cz also has them so you can get them in some of the more common i'm not sure about the smith and wesson mmp series but or hk they also come in hk you can get them in some of the more common firearms and what you're practicing with is this, almost the same weight you've got uh, the slide manipulation you've got the magazine release you're feeding it you're extracting you're doing all the good things that it takes to become competent for practical marksmanship yes you know you still need your time at the range but because it's going to be more of a pain in the rear end um, in the future I highly recommend it setting yourself up with something like I this. agree I agree so how do they get a hold of you here Masaki?
4: Um, Right now, um, the Facebook um, is probably the best way to... That's
3: Practical Marksmanship Training on Facebook. Yes, sir. And you you want me to give out your email? Would you please? Okay. So last name is Tanigawa, T-A-N-I-G-A-W-A, at live.com. Yes, sir. Tanigawa, the common spelling. You got it. (laughs) T-A-N-I-G-A-W-A, at live.com. And uh, Jason Mayashiro, you do personal training. Correct but you're so good, you're just booked right <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, it's all
5: booked. I, I, I envy you, sir. I, that sounded super pompous. I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty filled right now. But, oh, that's, but that's actually, awesome, my Instagram man. is uh, jmia23, J-M-I-Y-A-2-3, and people can DM me there. J-M-I-Y-A-2-3 on Instagram. Yeah, on Insta, yeah, it's probably, I, I check it the most.
3: Okay, that's awesome. Folks, I want to thank you for this. You know, we'll be out there at the IDPA time to time and want to, Follow up on your results
5: great
3: you know like I said, I watched look at the master's class, I said, "Wait a minute, I know this guy." <laughs> he's the guy. Oh. He's winning number one, number two on accuracy. And, and, and so here's the thing. um why, why I keep bringing this up folks, is that in IDPA, you're measured your overall time, time plus penalties, which I do a lot of penalties because I'm really good <laughs> at that. That's my, my forte. and then accuracy. And very seldom do you see somebody shooting an entire course in 84 seconds and coming in number two in accuracy. The number one guy was like 260 seconds for mm-hmm. number one, right. taking his time, calling his shots. So this is awesome to see this kind of professionalism right here locally. No, thank you, Phil. And thank you, guys. So again, find find us on Facebook, Firing Line Radio Show, firinglandradio.com for our podcast. And thanks for joining me. Thank, thank you for you. having us. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk.
1: The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Mop and Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for When You Care Enough to Send the Very Best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and Vortex Optics. Vortex,
0: the force of optics.